podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Anfield Index podcast. It's episode 747 and I am Trev Downey speaking to you from my field here in beautiful rural Ireland where I am podcasting again for the first time in a week. Um, I want to make my apologies to all my Anfield Index overlords. It's been a week and I will make up for it this week. Please, Eddie, don't fire me. Uh, That's how I want to begin in that obsequious sycophantic fashion um and i have nothing by way of joy and jollity uh to cheer you up because i'm in pain um i'm in deep deep pain uh week four of personal training adventure completed on friday and my calves oh god my calves that's literally all i have to say it's like i'd never actually tried to exercise them before which is weird uh and calf stretches and calf raises are very very cruel cruel men you add that to uh deadlifts and squats and i am walking around on magical legs magical legs of pain uh i feel like i feel like i probably look like a thunderbird do you remember how thunderbirds used to walk or look um and, and how they used to walk kind of jerkily moving their knees forward knees high yeah knees high that's every time i try to plant my foot either my arse muscles or my quads or my fucking calf muscles are saying fuck you you are not pulling this down on the ground and you're not putting any pressure on it so it jerks back up and i'm walking around like a human thunderbird for the last two days uh, you live in a single story house I mean, I mean, you had to go up and down stairs. I've been there and I've done that. And it's, 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 yeah, excruciating. <laughs> yeah, I, I am grateful for that small mercy. But unfortunately, because it's been a week of funerals and family occasions and all sorts of things, I've hardly been home. So it's basically been in all these buildings with stairs and lifts. So I haven't felt the benefit, <laughs> alas, uh, of my lovely uh, bungalow bliss. But I am leaning into it this evening. And that's quite enough uh, jaw aching from me. Uh, I want to introduce my esteemed colleagues of Lethal Cunning. Hats off to Chris for that. Uh, my friends, Lisa Marie Hannan, Guy Drinkle and Carl Kopak are here for your delectation tonight. We've got a full house. And the reason they're all here is because young Kopak made the journey to a different locale, um, primarily and solely to record this show. So we do appreciate that effort on his part. Um, and we are going to kick it off 
by getting a little intro or hello from everybody as usual before we go into what will be a footy related show but do forgive us it's international week and we don't like to talk the same guff that you hear on other shows so there'll be a lot of non-footy stuff as well if that's not your bag we'll see you next week all the best now Lisa Marie Hannan, how have you been this week and uh, do you have anything to open the show with? It's It's been a busy week, but I am happy once again to join you on episode 341 of the Anfield, the next podcast. Um, you know, just a little correction there for you, Trev. Um, I was that's close. I'm here. Yep. Yeah, close. <laughs> now, it, it's been busy. I feel like um, the family is going in 95 different directions at, at all times right now. Um, but, you know, that's that's what happens, I suppose, when you have sons working and daughters taking nine thousand dance classes a week, and you know all the other all the other fun family life things that we have going on here now. But you know what? It's good that they're out and about, and for that, I am grateful. You know, can I can I just kind of cut in here because I have, a, I, I have something to share that um, of the present company. Uh, only yourself can relate to and you can't fully relate to it yet either because you're not as um quite as decrepit as i am we had um we had uh, a situation during the week lisa marie where a fella who had been away from my um, working environment for 15 or 16 years came back and started talking to me about his kids uh and he looked at me and said your kid must be getting on a bit now and i said 24 mate my kid is 24 and I swear to God, he looked at me like he could not believe what reality and dimension he was in. And all he could say to me was, fucking hell, lad, you're old. <laughs> I went, yeah, that's not really what I was hoping for. What I was hoping for was, man, you don't look at all like you could have a 24 year old son. Uh, fair play to you. But no. Just looked at me in a ga- just horror. He was feeling sorry for himself, Lisa Marie. He was disgusted <laughs> that he knew someone uh, who he considered to be a peer who could have a child so old. That's basically what it was. So yeah, um, look forward to that one. Uh, as well, it, you as know, it, it absolutely can't, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you have a specific thought? Well, we were at a we were at a gathering last night um, with friends and and. And these, you know, friends of ours have got children in varying ages of, you know, of life. And, and this one couple were friends with who, who are younger than us, but did wait a little longer to, to start their family. They have a daughter that's three years old. And all I have to say is 10 years from now, when she is 13, I am going to be sitting back and laughing hysterically because she is already just this child, this, this little girl is just, she is something else. And when she hits that 13 year old age, which, you know, I am currently living through with my own daughter. It is going to be, I am going to be just sitting on the sidelines laughing with, you know, popcorn and a beverage and just, it's going to be class entertainment is all I have well, to say. Well, well, that's, that's the way to do it because that is the, the one upside of, of the fact that I am, you know, as my colleague pointed out, uh, fucking Jurassic is that uh, I, I have I have been able to enjoy um, for quite a number of years now, six, seven, eight, nine years. I've, I've had a, a child is mature enough that I don't have to worry about. It. And so it's been marvelous uh, watching all my peers uh, chasing around, uh, getting their their uh, lovely jeans scuffed in the mud. Um, and so, you know, 
I'm delighted for them. Uh, so that's good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I'm delighted to hear things are going comparatively well for you then. We'll uh, no doubt return to all things domestic at some point in the show. Uh, Guy Drinkle has also joined us this evening. Guy, um, unlike me, you have not been slouching. I've been listening to your work during the week, my friend, um, pumping out the content as per usual. And I did hear uh, your little sideways dig at how nobody wants to do anything apart from you. Uh, it's duly noted. <laughs> I, 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 I want you to know that I do feel your pain. And um, next week I will endeavour to be far uh, more present uh, and uh, take a little bit of the burden off uh, your uh, Anfield Index Swiss Army nice status. Uh, how are things with you? I have a six-year-old dog, so yeah, I'm going for the same. Going for the same issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we we, we we should point out that I have to say that unlike with Hendrick, we never hear your dog making guest appearances on the on the podcast. Uh, I, 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 I can only assume that's because you have a far better trained pooch who stays in the background and doesn't feel the need to come in and share emotions. Is that is that what's going on? It or, does or help. He, sw- he sleeps 28 hours a day, so that probably helps. <laughs> ah, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, does help. Yeah. What, what, What's uh, what have you got to start the show with today? I'll ask you a question, Trev. What's your favourite film trilogy? Oh shit! Okay, uh, look. Do you know what? Even though the third one has a lot of flaws, um, I can't. I can't look past the Godfather. I can't. Uh, and it, the third one has a lot of flaws. I thought you were going to say I still Blade. Love... There. <laughs> oh, you. And, <laughs> I, I, have I ruined it by not no, saying? No, 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 no. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll ruin the Godfather for you in a minute. Don't worry. I'll Excellent. Repl- I'll well, replace the Godfather. Carl, what's yours? Because I think you'll take this more seriously. I think it probably it probably is the Godfather. Yeah. Um, what's going to be? I wouldn't say Star Wars because it's said Jedi is awful. Um, Lord of the Rings the, is probably mine. Ugh, elves. I can't get on with elves. Mm. Um, there was there was far too much face touching small people at the end of it was a whole half hour of sad sad little men at the end of that True. last one I got that 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 that, that upset it, upset me greatly but uh, there was some highlights in that trilogy yeah, the whole sure. not gay thing as well <laughs> yeah well there you go look he's got a wife exactly like, she's screaming that out he doesn't fancy Frodo <laughs> not at all not at all. Lisa Marie, do you have a favorite trilogy? You know, I probably would have to go Star Wars. Yeah. So, w- would you all like a new one? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, More than anything. Yeah. So, I've been introduced to a Sharktopus trilogy of films. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Oh fucking hell! Oh Sharktopus. Sharktopus. So this is basically like Godzilla. So he starts off as the enemy. But he soon becomes a hero because Sharktopus Free. Excuse me, let me just put in some pictures for you in the chat. Just oh, to please do. Just to show you what we're dealing with in terms of film posters here. Oh my god, that is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so we have the second film is called oh. Sharktopus versus Terracuda, which is a pterodactyl. Oh, Terracuda. It's a pterodactyl crossed with a barracuda, of course. And the third one is Sharktopus versus Werewolf. All right, yeah. Yeah, and the first one's obviously just Sharktopus because you need an origin story for these sort of yeah. heroes. Yeah. Um, Does Sharktopus appear to have uh, exposed ribs 
are what the hell are those things coming out of Sharktopus? Who's at the top of that Sharktopus versus Terracuda poster? I love the rest. Are they like? I believe they're gills with spikes on. They're fancy spiky gills. Yeah. Ah, okay, that would make sense. And why is that girl bathing well, in such a relaxed fashion between two such beasts? I don't understand it. Well, have you ever seen Jaws? <laughs> you need some filmography. You need some cinematography. You do, of course. Yeah. You do, of course. What is a poster with a bikini? <laughs> That's clap? not the same oh. word that I would use, but okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is absolutely magnificent. So there's three of them: Sharktopus versus Terracuda, Sharktopus versus Werewolf, and the first one's just called Sharktopus. Just Sharktopus, just just the classic. Alone. Yeah, where, where where it all began. Yeah. Oh, hang on, it's a Roger Corman movie. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh. Look, it's inspired by true events. <laughs> Of course it is. Of course it is, because because Roger just happened to see a fucking terracuda uh, passing by and wondered what it would be like if it was to fight a sharktopus. My God, inspired by true events. This is amazing. Um, for those of you who don't know, look up Roger Corman's 1960s and 70s output featuring Jack Nicholson, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, back in the day, um, he was, uh, yeah, quite, quite a, 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 a producer of content. Holy, oh, my God. Has anyone seen the, the tagline of Sharktopus versus Terracuda? A love story. A love story. Yeah. Oh, man. You've brought the goods today, sir. I can't. I, can't. I mean, you know, Guy, just when we think you can't top yourself, you mm. do. It's amazing. It's it's honestly a gift. It does. I think I, I think the Godfather and Lord of the Rings are clearly in the bin in, in that regard now. But... Oh, listen! I've yeah. I've talked, written it off. I've written it yeah. off. What is, it, is this why Coca-Cola called it a day? Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. You know, he he turns out Godfather three. This guy turns out Sharktopus versus uh, Werewolf. I mean, <laughs> fucking hell! In the bin, in the bin, Francis. Uh, tremendous stuff. I, I, again, you've outdone yourself, sir. Fair play to you, uh, Carl. I mean, how do we follow this? Well, um, yesterday I ran the Norfolk Coastal Half Marathon. Um, and we were told before, which suggests to me that it is a it was a trail run. Sorry, the, the Norfolk Coastal Trail Half Marathon. That would suggest a trail run of maybe woodlands, some gravel paths, etc. Um, two miles in, so quite fresh. Uh, we encountered... A, and we go for tonight, encountered sand dunes, which are both up and down with loose sand all over them. And um, my headphones stopped working at that point as well. And apparently, uh, Fee was slightly ahead of me, and she, turned, and she just reminded me before that I um, was pointing at the sand and shouting, What is this? at the top of my voice. <laughs> what is this nonsense? I asked. They sh- we should have been told about the sand. Uh, <laughs> shouted that. These things are effing useless as well to the headphones. Uh, that didn't work. And um, she said both her and the people behind me were doing their best not to laugh while I had a full meltdown. It was very... I was pretty much like Andy Dufresne at the end of the Shawshank Redemption on my knees, <laughs> screaming at sand. <laughs> at that point. Um, pure Anakin Skywalker. Pure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I was melting slowly. 
um, in the whatever that fire cave thing was. Um, yeah, that 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 was a low point. I think over the weekend. The second low point is I can match you when it comes to the old doms. The old doms is visited with severity. I would say. Where is the worst? Weird. What's what's the oh, worst? I'll tell you the hips actually. I really feel the hips. Um, nice. I can't stand up without a <clears throat> noise yeah. at any point. And I think yeah. I still think that'll be there tomorrow as well. And, oh, uh, oh, oh yes, oh yes. I don't want to, I don't oh, want to yeah, start the worst yeah I, I don't want to slag the runoff because it's you know the, the volunteers are quite tricky blah 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 but god that's an, an awful race it really was and uh and the other news of the week is there is a the reason i've, I've had to travel maybe 0.4 of a mile to get here um is because of a uh a broadband company um who of course i won't name because we believe in balance here on aip um but they're named after somebody who has never had sexual relations before. You yes. bastards. You they, bastards. They have dropped the ball quite spectacularly, uh, it has to be said. I mean, it's, wow. UEFA-esque, honestly. Mm, mm. Nice sideways re- uh, reference to... Uh, I, I host my own podcast, have you noticed? Yeah, I, I have noticed that. I have noticed uh how you host most podcasts you're on uh where (laughs) (laughs) where if you're not happy with the the way the conversation is going well i I can tell you i've told you this before on on my podcast of a mutual friend of ours who hosts a lot of podcasts who started wrapping mine up when i was interviewing him that was an interesting (laughs) i know i know i i did that in poorly once as well um (laughs) I don't know. It's you feel like such an asshole, but what oh, have you, you done? The Def Leppard pod. I've done the Def Leppard pod. No, oh, I was trying to get no, because I introduced him to Paul Burns. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was trying to get Burnsy to get me on to talk about the Ramones. He's trying to find a way to get Doctor Who involved, but I think I would, I'd like to do that show as well. Jesus Christ, that's quite the crossover you've planned. Yeah, it really is. Uh, by the way, can we just also mention, uh, as I've been listening to to and, and enjoying the crack with yourself, I couldn't help but notice. Just to add further uh, joy to Guy's um, Sharktopus trilogy, the first one actually sta- stars Casper Van Dien of um, uh, Starship Troopers fame and, oh. Cap- and Catherine Oxenberg. And I noticed the cast for the second one, the Terracuda one, has uh, Robert Carradine, who I think is the brother of Keith, and freaking Conan O'Brien. What's that about? Because he probably be? wrote part of it. Conan O'Brien wrote a lot of stuff, doesn't he? So I this these just literally... David Carradine is Kung Fu. David Carradine is Kung Fu. I think Robert Carradine's his brother. So uh or maybe that's Keith Carradine. Uh, and um Kill Bill. The Kill Bill films as well. Yep. So I'm I the these the, the guy drinkle, sir. I mm. doff my cap. I doff my cap. Uh, I have several several topics that I want to get through today. And I'm going to start with the Liverpool-related ones so that people don't feel a total swizz when they tune into Anfield Index for the first time and they, they've already sort of lost all train of what this is as a, as a show. Uh, and I'd asked two specific Reds-related questions. First one was, who's your least favourite Red during your time supporting them? You'll note, Lisa Marie, that all my questions are inclusive. And... Uh, <laughs> 
You took time. You're just so thoughtful. I know. know. It's incredible. I I amaze myself. The second question is, who is your low-key Reds hero in your time? I I need you to take that phrase low-key seriously. I I, I am not not looking for a Mo Salah answer here or your Jurgen Klopp answer here. I'm looking for something a little bit. A little bit more nuance, fucking Kenny. Yes, exactly. I'm, that is not what I'm looking for. We, we need nuance here. So I'm going to leave that one for you to mull over because that was, that's probably the most tricky one. And those of you who did did not do your homework, and I, I do resent when you make me feel like my I, I'm, I'm having a busman's holiday and I'm school teacher. Uh, but if you did not do your homework and prepare, then at least now you can be thinking about that. However, we are going to lead off with who is your least favorite red during your time. And because uh, you're on a roll here, young Carl, and because I am 100% sure of who you're going to pick, can we start with you? It was his birthday yesterday, so I won't. So I'm actually not going to go for the obvious Norwegian. I'm going to go for Neil Ruddick. Oh, you fucking gazump me, lad. All right, okay. In that case, I'll go for... I mean, I could go for Juice... Uh, let, let's go for John Arnold Reese then. And, and do you care to qualify, or shall we just let that one sit? Um, because for many, for many people, all they'll remember is a uh, a, 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 a ginger power horse. Power yeah. horse. What are those power horses? A powerhouse. <laughs> Who, yeah, who I know, I know you, quite a lot of. Thinking. Uh, you're thinking of goals oh, against Man United, aren't you? You think you think of the glory of his nipples in his first season when he would. Lots uh, of people, lots of yeah. people are. And to, I've said this before on the show, but um, to, to, to for, for the obvious reasons, I'm. Um, uh, I loved him in his first season. I really did. I wanted to start a fanzine called Reese's Nipples. They were always nice to be seen because it means he'd scored. He scored some great goals for Liverpool, uh, Everton, obviously, uh, obviously the United goal, and uh, great three balls. One for Gerrard, remember? At um, uh, oh no, I'm going to see the way around. Sorry. Um, uh, anyway, some lovely three balls. Got a great goal in the charity shield against Chelsea. Once got a great goal against West Brom. Great. The, the, the Barcelona, the Barcelona goals. Yeah, yeah, um, with yeah. with Bellamy. Yeah. Um, he, who, who um, seemed who seemed to like him as much as you do? Absolutely, yeah. I I, I, I texted Craig, and um, yeah, it's it's just the um, I don't think he's a very nice person for a start, Evan. I've heard that from some pretty strong, pretty strong people high up, and um, I've had a run in with him myself, and it's just the fact that he couldn't resist having a welly from 30 yards every single time he got the ball. And I'm not gonna, I know Istanbul, I know that cross for Gerard's first goal, that got everything going. I am not disputing that. But I just got sick to death of having runners free from all the time and him just battering it over the bar all the time. And he's a man who is not ashamed of his own confidence. And I've never... It, it, I've, but he was glorious in that first season, I'm not going to argue otherwise, but... A lot, a lot of people on the back of that campaign, and maybe one or two other highlights uh, I've seen recently, include him in in um, in all time elevens, which is which is uh, which is quite notable. I, I did not, I not did. even the best left back in the Barcelona team. Yeah, sorry, in the in the Istanbul team. 
Yeah, did pick that out though. I have to say, uh, I didn't notice that. And other people picking out Fabarelio as the best left back of of all time. I mean, a season, lads, come on. Um, so I don't know. It, 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 people uh, people do get carried away. The other two choices you picked, Juve and Ruddock, I could I could go on for days. But yeah, what, yeah. There's not but, there's not much in them. There's nothing there by way of things to admire when it comes to El Hadi Jew for me. Um, I did think there was a bit of endeavour in his first season, but he turned out to be quite a spiteful character and he did like a spit, which I was less than once. More yeah, than once. Whereas for me, the, the most frustrating individual, and, and, and again, to um, I'm going to invoke the name of. of, of uh, of Eddie Gibbs uh, when we were looking at interview candidates I've said this in the show before I just c- couldn't bring myself to interview Neil Ruddock I, ju- I, cu- I just couldn't do it I couldn't do it because I associate him with that time where right or wrong I felt there was a league in that mid 90s Liverpool and he is the epitome of the underachievement for me uh, whether that's fair or unfair uh, I don't care it's just a personal held, personally held opinion so that's myself I'd say the instigator of a culture and it's notable it's it's probably notable how quickly the the changes happened when when they did uh, in terms of personnel and management that's myself and carl having our little rant about uh least favorite reds of our era i'm leaving you to lastly summary because it's going to be the most relevant one for people who are listening um because it's going to be a a a person from the last couple of years. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, what about Nabby. Guy Drinkle, who goes back a bit further? Yeah, obviously it's going to be not okay. Well, what, what do you reckon, Guy? You're, you're le- the least favourite red of your era. Um, I think Lovren's an easy one. Um, but yeah. I'll, I'll, Dave covers that, <laughs> so I'll leave that one. Um, I don't hate him, but I have a dislike for Adam Lallana. Um, right. Yeah. But I'd, I'd probably go Martin Skirtle, you know. The backpedalling just horrifies me to this day. I, I get this more than you'll know. By the yeah. end of his time there, I just, I, I couldn't spur him away quick enough. It was just, there was just, it was, it was a, there was a liability waiting to happen. I, I, yeah. I agree. Is that, is, is that what you, you associate him with that kind of absolutely chaotic era where we looked like we were emerging and then we just conceded three goals, that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the thirteen fourteen season, everyone wanked over him, and he like scored seven goals. Scored seven goals, but then he conceded like five own goals, and was at fault for about seventy other goals. So mm, I, think, I think there's worse in that team than him. Yeah. Yeah, but he was only here for a year, and who gives a toss? Yeah, poor Victor didn't play. Whereas I have to say that he was an ongoing source of of, of anxiety for me. Was Skirtle, I do agree, and I don't of like course Lucas then Lucas either as well. But he's do ah, uh, you see, I don't know why I always liked Lucas, even though I know people mm. were really frustrated by his ability. I don't like him because everyone else didn't, and also I used to like my tweets, so that's fine. I think it's more the fact that like he obviously <laughs> people started to like him when he was probably our better midfield, but we were finishing like twelfth, or it felt like twelfth. It might as well be twelve. Um, I, think, like... I think he did a really good. He did a really good spell. He had a really good spell where he came back into the team when we were doing quite well. 
spell. Yeah, and he had a good spell again under, under Kenny. Under legend. Well, that's the Kenny era you're talking mm. about uh, and the Hodgson era. Uh, yeah. That was dark. But then he did come back into the team under Rodgers and have a decent spell in that 13-14 season. Where yeah. Where yeah. I have to say, I, I, I really liked him that year for all that he did. But I think an awful lot of people just had their minds made up. And I get it. I do get it. I do get mm-hmm. it. I do get it. And he'd fall away again in terms of form after that. That's, yeah, okay. I think that, that's a, that, I think that's a fairly... It, there's nobody else you, you want to throw into the mix there? Are we, we, we happy enough with that? Just to go on Alana a bit more, because it'll annoy Carl. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Lovely man. Uh, Lovely man. No, I, he seems like sound, but it's just the way he's viewed... Twenty five mil when we bought him loads of money was pretty crap under Rogers, as was everyone to be fair, so I can't blame him solely for that. Klopp again, I'm I'm one of the ones with good form. He did, but Klopp loves everyone apart from Mamadou Sako and Nabi Keita. Yeah. Um just four months of good and then again just nothingness for four odd years getting paid a massive wage to do now and everyone see, looks at him everyone looks at him quite positively it's just eh. did you see the collection of clips of Adam Lalana's Liverpool highlights that was floating around Twitter during the week I did it's like he's basically that lad at five aside who thinks he's well he would be if he went to real life which reminds me of that five aside player who's the best but he can't like do anything other than turn or skin someone well, did you did you notice that uh, just after most of those super turns away from people, that he falls over then, and that's yes. the end of the clip. I, I I couldn't help but notice that these are like highlights, and it shows him beating a guy really well, and, and a lovely touch, and maybe a Cruyff turn or a lovely little bit of, uh, of a feint or something like that. And the clip will end as he's going over because <laughs> someone's just muscle him off the ball. So obviously there were some great goals in there, don't get me wrong. And mm. look, the lad had ridiculous ability, but um I, I think he's in that frustrating he's category. He's more a pet that, peeve with, with than Luke. someone I hate. He's not I'm, I'm yeah, not putting him in yeah, the same yeah. category as El Adjuf, obviously. But pet peeve, yeah. 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 I, I this is a good list. I'm liking this so far. And Lisa Marie to finish us off in your era uh, supporting <laughs> Reds your least favourite. And this doesn't mean, again, we're not saying it. It doesn't have to be someone you hate just because me and Carl happen to have particular antipathy towards the people that we picked. Uh, you don't, it doesn't have to be hate. Yes, yeah, we are, we are, we are, we are embittered um, older gentlemen. So feel free to, uh, feel free to just say you're not awfully fond of someone. Well, Guy stole mine. I was going to say Lovren. All right. I had Lovren picked. Not for any specific reason, just he annoyed me annoys me continues to kind of annoy me anytime I see him pop up on Twitter or, or whatever so so that was that was my primary one um really I can't think of anybody else that I mean there's no one that I hate um and I yeah and and nobody else per se that I can think of right now that annoys me much but maybe that's just because I've kind of stepped away from everything for the last couple of weeks and you know it all just looks better. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. That can happen. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to look. You know, looking, if, we, when, if our... we had picked this like after the Napoli game, I would have had about I don't know eleven or twelve names I could have given you. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I, I will. A guy Drinkle would have just said, uh, spent the show going fucking Trent, fucking Trent, <laughs> lazy bastard. I know. <laughs> I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. Let, uh, let, I let, have let, a second. Let's... 
Trent, Trent, let him go past you again. That's good. No, don't, don't bother running behind him. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how that we'll see how it pans out. Now let's spin it around uh, to your low key Reds hero. Um, now I'm gonna I, I'll start the ball rolling here because I, I love I love a hard luck story or I love a. I've I've noticed I'm quite fond of movies that have vengeance at their core. Uh, I don't know what that says about me, um, but I do like that. I, so I love. I love a bit of vindication or justice or something. And because I was part of the crew who were looking askance at John Achterberg um, and not ever vocal because I didn't know enough about it to comment, but I did find it piqued my curiosity that our goalies were just not what you'd want. And Pepe Reina had started the client. Then we had Migs in and, I don't know. There was a lot of what are we doing when it comes to goalkeeper coaching questions coming from lads who usually had fabulous Firmino 799 or something like that in their Twitter handle or blank eggheads uh, in, you know, in their bio. Uh, but it was a topic of conversation and I felt at the time it was unfair and yet I wondered if it had any merit. And then all of a sudden, John Achterberg gets to work with somebody of the caliber of Allison. And Allison is saying to John, to anyone who listened, that John Achterberg is a fantastic coach who does fantastic work with them and keeps them at the top of their game. And now we have a posse of some of the best goalkeepers in the game the young kids that we've brought in, the youngsters that we've got at various levels, some of whom are farmed out. Are just wonderful. Cueve Kelleher is tremendous, uh, and I'm just delighted for Achterberg. Delighted for him. I love seeing him there on the bench in his shorts. He's one of those lads. He's always wearing shorts, and I do like that. Uh, so for me, it's a, it's a weird one. I know, but I, I'm just buzzing for John Achterberg. I think it's fantastic, and he seems to be a good lad as well, uh, which which does help. So that's mine. Uh, Carl, you're a low-key Liverpool hero of the four-ish decades you've been sporting. Maybe it's been uh, more than nine and one. I think Diane Lovren was pretty good. Um, uh, Mark, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, come on. No, um, um, always a big fan of Craig Johnson. Oh, that's and that sounds really harsh because he won a treble in 1984 and scored in an FA Cup final to say he was low key. But I just really, really liked him because just because he, he he just said this fantastic sentence. He said he was the worst player in the best team in the world and had to fight every week to play and to be in that team. And, um, and I met him. He's, he's really a very nice man as well. He had tremendous hair. Uh, looked great in that kit. And uh, yeah, just just a really big fan of Skippy. I just thought he really, really liked him. I was like the fact that he's he he born in Johannesburg. I quite like that. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And he did invent predators. He did, uh, and I I met him um, while he was doing that. He was just in the pub one night, opposite because I used to work for the Guardian, and um, he uh, was just in there one night. What, um, what do you mean he was in there one night inventing predators? What was he fucking fashion? No, no fashion, he'd been beer mats. What do we, what? He had been into the Guardian for an interview and went to the pub with his mate afterwards on the same night that our entire floor went out for a, for a pint. And um, I met my mate Paul, who came up to me and said, You're Carl, aren't you? You're a Liverpool fan. We had a chat with him. 
And he said, I said, I'll go, he said, I'll go and get you a pint. I thought, I like this man. And um, and he just came into the other room and said to me, um, Craig Johnson's at the bar. But he's not. I said, no, Carl, Craig Johnson is at the bar. And um, I had more than one big Craig Johnson that night. And I liked, I liked him way before that anyway, but that was just, that was just like a really nice moment. Yeah, that's that's actually that's a that's a little charity. And, 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 and it's really really sad he basically re- retired or, or left Liverpool because uh, his sister was unwell and he just wants to go and look after her. So it's just just a nice man. Yeah, yeah, he was he, he still had loads to give uh, when he retired. Uh, yeah, um, and I'm delighted for him that he had that success with the with the Predator football boots because that was Christ alive. They were that was some uh, sort of epoch defining football boot it was really uh really caught caught the imagination so i hope he made an absolute squillion dollars out of that yeah. um he also and I, I do like this um uh i'd also say for vegard hegem but i couldn't i couldn't begin to tell you why just liked him you just liked him yeah uh, we don't need any more than that what's the who yeah. was the lad eric meyer was the mad german lad wasn't he yeah, who he is, yeah. turned up in the away in the cop in the away cop several times yeah, a man of some first. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, for, for that alone, fair play uh, to Eric Meyer. What about Guy Drinkle? You have obviously a slightly different era to us. Uh, who is jumping out at you as your low-key hero of that time? Everyone's expecting me to say Albi Moreno, and that is obviously the answer, but I have a couple <laughs> others. I have. Start with Joe Allen, which is self-explanatory. The memes, he looks like Jesus and had a chicken. What, what, what do you need? Yes, what do you need? My other one is Ryan Babble. Oh, oh, awesome. I, I love this. Yes. Explain the explain the Babble thing to me. Is it because of the Babble copter? It kind of is, but he was good on FIFA. He was good on. He FIFA. was good on FIFA, but I always liked him, and I think he should have been better than he was. Obviously, because he went he went down as a flop when we were buying the next Henri again. Um, but big moments, saying the Arsenal scream was it Arsenal in the Champions League screamer, uh, the United goal again, tearing Madrid a new arsehole as well. I just always liked him, and I feel like probably one of Rafa had a few failings, but I think probably one of his main one not getting the best out of him because if he did reach his potential like we saw on occasion, we probably would have won the league, unfortunately. I I think that lad had so much. So much, but actually, I think he did really well when he left us. Unless I'm very much mistaken, I think he went. What's was that? He's still playing. I know he's still playing, but I think he did really well in the immediate aftermath. Um, so I mean, and then he came back to Fulham with pink hair, and it was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Mm. Yeah, and hang on. So let me pull apart this Joe Allen thing a bit more because Mm. I'm loving both of I'm loving both of these picks. I have to say. So Joe Allen, yes, the the long hair, the beard, the actual that wasn't a joke, was it? He actually was on the cover of that Chicken Weekly it was like, yeah, magazine. Country, country Living or something like that, was it? Yeah, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I pre- I prefer if it was called Chicken Weekly, but yeah. Country Living will do. So 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 that was it that was a real thing. And you do remember, don't you? the video footage of his arrival uh, when he was signing and all that. And Breno was at his absolute peak, Breno. Uh, He was basically, he was basically the same shape and attitude as David Brent back in that early time when he first signed, when he was first Liverpool boss, 2012. Um, 
and he was calling him the Welsh Shabby. You remember that? Yeah. He's the bravest footballer he's ever seen, he said as well. The bravest footballer, the greatest technician, and so on and so forth. Uh, he had all his Brendanisms. He's not the bravest footballer in the world. He, I mean, I, I, I always liked Alan because he'd get on the ball. And he, uh, I, think I that's wish he prob- played more under Klopp is probably my one thing. Because that Europa League year, not beyond that year, because I think we obviously moved on to Chan, Henderson, and... Uh, who the hell played midfield? Well, was it Lallana? It was Lallana, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, and we had Vijnaldum, of course. Yeah. Uh, kind of moved on from Allen in Klopp's first full year. But I think in the Europa League run, if we played Chan, Allen, and I think it was Milner playing with him, I think we would have been a better team. So I think we could have got the Europa League, if not just by playing Joe Allen, but I think him being in midfield rather than Chan running for two people probably would have worked better. You know, that is still one of the biggest disappointments of my time watching Liverpool is that night. That oh, Emery Chan's Cup. another answer for this. Sorry, Trev. I should have said Emery oh, Chan. Oh, oh, yeah, I love it. just to annoy Carl. Oh, uh, sweet I, I, Jesus. <laughs> I love Emery Chan. Oh, how can, you, how, hype. how can you not like Emery Chan? You, shit. Yeah, but you just... He's not shit, he Carl. He was good. He, he was really, handsome. really good. You're doing this usual thing that you two do, just... He's a handsome lad, and therefore he had impeccable hair. And I was there when he scored the <laughs> overhead kick, but Jesus Christ, he was average. Nah. No, I can't have it. I can't have it. Oh, I, no. He was inconsistent at times, but he did play a season I, injured I, 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 for us. You're saying he's inconsistent and, and you don't like Adam Lallana? Well, shut up. Listen, <laughs> here. Hero choice is a fickle thing, and 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 as a result, our low key hero choice is a fickle thing. I, I, I will go. I will. I will. I'll side with you in this, Carl, by saying that sadly he was far too low key. Was Emre Chan? He should have been a lot better for us. But I think if he stayed, he would have been. He would have developed better than well going to Juve and then Dortmund, who basically everyone goes there to die now, seemingly. It seems to be the way. Yeah. It seems way. the the elephant graveyard of of football clubs at the moment. But um, I I I think this is I, I'm loving this list almost as much as I'm loving the last list. Lisa Marie, f- uh, wrap it up for us with Before your I leave the WhatsApp group <laughs> with your low. Uh, you know who? Yeah, uh, th- there's got to be someone you can pick to just wind Carl up here, please. Oh, do. Yeah, there's one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be say one. Risa. Please say, it. please say it's Nabi Keita. Please oh, say yes. Yeah. Who is your who is your low key? Well, I've uh, I've sort of mentioned it before. I, you know, I've always had a soft spot for Andrew Robertson, um, for varying reasons. Um, well, you know, and Adam Lalana, you know, obviously. Boo. Um, <laughs> well, Trev knows this story. When we went, um and saw the preseason game in what was it 2018 um against united and my daughter fixated on his name on lalana's name i mean she just she she just sort of fixated and she would say it like lalana and um so it just kind of became a thing and then after he left you know the season that he left us and you know everything went to the dogs kind of she kind of noted, she's like, Liverpool's not doing very well this season. Is it because Lalana's no longer there? And it sort of became a running joke. So anyway, um, so yeah, so that's just a little aside. Um, you know, and 
low key, I, I also like um, Kelleher. I think, you know, there's there's just something about him that that I enjoy watching. And, you know, of course, we haven't seen him at all so far this season. But, um, you know, I never forget when he came into that first Champions League game when Allison was out and it was like, oh, oh, please, just just please let it be OK. And, you know, that he did great and he's done well for us every time he's played since. So so I kind of have a soft spot for him as well. He's right, a great yeah. show. Quave, Quave's a great. Hang on, hang on. Did you just say great hair? Yeah. And you, <laughs> and, and but Emre Chan's hair mm. is not is not. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Emre Chan was created by action men people. Is he just? <laughs> was it just that he was More just too good looking? Did you? Was he? Was he just too good looking for you, Carl? Is that what the problem is? Trent, my hair is Ray Kennedy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so you can level that one on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the hair thing is 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 clearly sticking in your craw. I I I I think Creve Callagher is a fantastic shout, Lisa Marie. I have to say, because he is he has been comparatively low key, and yet talk about rising to the occasion every time. Love that kid. Love him. Well, uh, of course. I, I really really hope we hang on to him and he proves to be the natural successor. Uh, but whether we can keep him while Allison is brilliant for another. Yeah, I mean that's years. the thing. Allison could be brilliant for at least what five more years. And at least, I hope. Yeah, yeah. At least. So yeah, I mean, you know, maybe you know, Steve goes off and plays somewhere else and then comes back to us. Yeah, well, we've got quite a few in that category, um, Pitaluga and so on, uh, who are looking like real prospects. So or, or I think we're doing well there. Uh, if you have tuned in um, for football content, um, that's your lot. Oh, I did want to say, I did want to say, uh, 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 just because, you know, credit where it's due, I had not seen the uh, Jan Mulby goal, which was posted during the week uh, on Twitter. Um, it was against Southampton in 1985. I, I, honest to God, somehow had managed to come through my life as a Liverpool supporter and uh, a podcaster and all the rest of it without seeing this goal. And it's just one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen. The absolute audacity of it. It is it, 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 some great work by Spackman. He plays a beautiful ball into Kenny who tries a shot and it breaks to the edge of the box, just the edge of the D. And Jan's coming in from the corner of the edge of the D on the left side. And as the ball breaks from that Kenny effort, there are, hang on, I'm just going to, I want to talk you through this. I make no, I make no apologies for this. This is absolutely ridiculous. So the ball is hit. It's come out. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven players in the goalkeeper. Jan steps onto that ball as it's coming towards him, hits it first time with the inside of his foot, passing it, into the corner of the net. It's one of the most outrageous goals I think I've ever seen. And I can't wait to talk to the lad about it. No, sorry, he took a sh- he took takes a touch, which makes it even better to set himself and then deliberately side foots it into the far, in the base of the far uh, post. One of the most outrageous goals I've ever seen. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to post it again on my Twitter for us to talk about uh, as part of 
what we're going to do next week because we still will have bugger all Liverpool to talk about. So next week we're going to talk about favourite goals of of our era. It's going to be one of our of of our topics. So I'm just floating this one out here now so everyone can hear about it. Go and look at it, and you'll know what we're talking about when we're talking about it. And the others can be thinking about theirs in advance of next week's show. You just of course, even celebrate. Just... <laughs> He just jogs off, lad. It's, oh, yeah. it's the age. You want to talk about low key hero? I mean, that was kind of the definition right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, but it's the 80s. You, you, you ruffle a lad's head, you know, that's it. Your little hair ruffle, maybe slap in the back, maybe smile in their general direction. You know, that's the 80s. Uh, tremendous. Uh, you know, I, I don't care how old fashioned it sounds, but I, I think somehow I almost prefer that. Um, anyway. We're going into the non-Liverpool section of the pod, he said, having started the pod with a non-Liverpool section. However, <laughs> I do have some very specific questions for you. And by the way, if you have if you were one of the ones who did respond, one of the very few people who did respond to my requests on Twitter, I don't know what sort of apathy has crept in on Twitter these days, but uh, people just do not seem to connect in the same way as they used to with these type of tweets. Uh, I used to get, 75 weird questions i got about six or seven uh one of them um from jerry no mate i'm not gonna gonna be asking your question jerry if you're listening uh fair play lad uh that's that's that's, uh, responsible for one of my favorite tweets of all time when he claimed that he bought a laminator to put menus together for his kids meal (laughs) (laughs) do do, do you Uh, follow jerry thread Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why he's yeah. that's that's why Tremendous he's piped up man. with that. That's why he's piped up with the, with that um, uh, hygiene question. Yes, um, yes, yes. That's, that's and of course, it, yeah. it's 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 wonderful. I I have uh, screen captured shot all of those questions, including Jerry's for posterity, and they will be used in next week's show where we will have. Two big asks between now and then for listeners' questions, and it will be a show of entirely listeners' questions and that favourite goal topic. So now you've been warned. I do have two or three of my own that I want to get through in the time that we've left, and I see it's approaching the 50-minute mark. This should be perfect. First one. As we all know, we've got a year or two left before the whole arse falls out of uh, our contemporary existence. Um, It may well just be, uh, you know, a hellscape. It may be some other sort of uh, enforced horror, but who knows? It's coming. And when it does, I think there'll probably be zombies involved. And (laughs) in this coming zombie apocalypse, which, like I say, Tammy's gone again. I'm just texting it's a, camp. Hang on. It's it's inevitable. <laughs> he's back with the zombies again. No, no, he's leaving the moonlands alone for this week. Yeah. Oh, lad, I have a shirt. I have a t-shirt for you next week, and you are going okay. to love it. Yeah, oh, you're going to love it. I've been sa- I've been saving it up for the next show you're on. Speaking about moon landings, so in the coming zombie apocalypse, um, obviously there will be no power. Uh, you have to lock yourself away in your safe room um, where hopefully you will have cans of beans and other things that uh, lads seem to always have handy when they're stuck uh, in houses and zombies are not going to 
Jack, fucking jackfruit. Have you had that? Have you? No, no, we've discussed it before. Oh God Almighty! The most <laughs> disappointing thing I've ever put. In, it just in, sounds revolting. Uh, it's just it is just revolting. Um, so what are you bringing in to your zombie bunker to entertain you? Right, it's going to be noisy out there. It's going to be lads trying to eat you. So you got to pull the pull the curtains and ignore the noise. And I want you to tell me what you're going to bring in by way of entertainment. Remember, there's no power. So no FIFA, oh, no, 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 um, no, 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 for your electrical guitar, no DVDs, no, nothing, nothing electrical whatsoever. Don't tell me battery power. I don't want to hear it. Thanks. So yeah, I know. Don't, I, I, I had, I had, I was already going to work on this cause I've got one of those because Carl will know that of course I do. I've got one of those things which you can, uh, wind a handle up on the front and charge anything with i've got one of those things because of course i do uh so i could have cheated and used that but no uh so what i want to do is get an idea from you what you would do old school to entertain yourself for a couple of weeks what would it be for me it would obviously be books and i'd have to go no further than the room i'm in and if i was to sit down and read all the books that i've currently acquired on my shelf and I actually have read them all, but to read them again would be a wonderful thing. And that would keep me busy for absolutely months on end. And I think it'd be a worthwhile pursuit. So I'm going to be boring and say my books. Guy Drinkle, what are you bringing in with you, lad? My cheat answer is my Game Boy Advance, because batteries do count, so shut up. Um, but I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not a big reader, but you'd have to say books. I don't know, maybe catch up on Game of well, read the actual Game of Thrones book so it's not shit like the f- series finished. No, it's a time to educate yourself. There's no need for that. Eh. Yeah, but you want to so, educate you're about to die to a zombie. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> so hang on, so hang on, so hang on. So I think those Rain Mears books might finally come to some use. Nah. <laughs> I don't think he covered zombies, did he? Uh no, he uh, he did, but Bear Grylls did, so we're okay. Oh, I'll read, <laughs> I might as well read that then. Yeah. So, 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 uh, you, uh, this is fascinating. You, you, if you didn't have some form of electronic entertainment, and you're not yeah. necessarily that interested in reading, are you telling me, man, that you're just bored for those six weeks while we're waiting for the zombies to pass? I'll just play a catch or something. <laughs> oh, a king of the cooler job. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent, love it, there love it. We'll do yeah, that. Get we'll do that. Tennis ball and a and a baseball mitt, and yeah. you're good. Excellent, love it. Lisa Marie, what are you bringing into your zombie bunker? Well, books also, um, but also probably the stockpile of yarn that I have here, and you know, crochet a couple blankets. <laughs> oh, very good. Oh, look at this. See if I had scarves, hats, you know, whatever. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I like it. There's a that's 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 both practical and uh, and inventive. I like if that. I I just, can I be? Can, how many people are with you in this scenario? It's just you, man. Oh, I can't do board games then, because playing Monopoly with yourself would just be. You might as well just kill yourself with zombies. You, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You could probably play chess against yourself, could you? No, uh, no you could. I'm very shit at chess. So. Yeah, I'm very shit at chess yeah. as well. I used to be good, but now I'm shit. Uh, you, have a, you could have a couple decks of cards and build card houses. Oh, yes. Card yes. houses. My I mean, God. 
Lisa Marie I, straight in from 1979. I could probably snap by myself for ages. Holy shit, card houses. Wow. That's that's a remarkable thing that you just said. That I hadn't thought about it in at least four decades. Wow, a card house. Oh, Lego. I remember... Lego. Legos, Lego. Yeah. Right. You've got That's me true, fingering Legos. off. I mean, we've got enough Legos here yes. to open a store, so yeah. Well, you see, yeah, or you could probably, maybe, was Meccano was the, the, the metal version of Lego. Yeah, yeah. You see, if you if you brought in a Meccano set, you could probably build some sort of A-team style thing to escape from the zombies. <laughs> uh, you know, you see, they, they used to get... They're just like childish, Abs- but they were more dangerous. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm loving all this. Uh, I've just thought of another thing as well, but I can't. <laughs> Carl, what are you bringing in to your zombie bunker, my friend? Uh, I'll probably bring in And What Do You Do? I'm Falling Without Landing by Carl. Oh, fuck it. Novel. Oh, for the love of God. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Jesus Christ. And, and the good thing about those, they are actually Cam, very, very Cam, very, he's done it again, Cam. They're, they're oh, very reasonable, very reasonably priced online. Cam, um, I know, mate. I, I tried to ask him to not do because what, what do you want me to do, Cam? He keeps fucking doing it. Sorry, go, go ahead, Carl. They're, they're, they're incredibly good. Um, the answer would be my Epiphone acoustic guitar. Of course it would. Thank you. I'm glad you did that. I I, I, I should have brought my guitar in as well. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, and I could actually learn how to play the freaking thing. Um, I was gonna say, do you know how to play the guitar, Dress? Oh yeah, I've I've had a guitar for like thirty years. I just I'm just not very. Good. I got you, I got. You, you're just missing one crucial element of it. <laughs> what the ability to play? What's it? that? The ability to play it. Yeah. <laughs> how how very fucking dare you? I can play three chords <laughs> in the truth. And it, it A D and E. You can strum it thoughtfully, and yeah. <laughs> I'm not bad at the strumming. Yeah. I, I can I can knock out a cracking Oasis intro. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm absolutely sure you can. <laughs> uh, no, to, to be fair, I did I did I did stick with it for a while, and then I just got I'm I, I'm not a good student. Uh, if I'm not immediately good at something, says I, the teacher. Says the teacher, yeah. No, no. I, I, I've, I've got total self awareness, man. I'm a shit student. You should have, you should have been the person who was trying to teach me how to drive. It must have been fucking hellish. It must have been hellish for them because I couldn't do it immediately. It took me three whole lessons to learn how to drive on my own. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm so impatient. I have to get something immediately, or else I just get angry with the world. Uh, so yeah, no, the, 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 that guitar almost ended up wrapped around several sets of shelves. So. Uh, yeah, I like it. The Epiphone. Can you explain something to me, yeah. uh, Carl? Your photograph, which you sent to us in our WhatsApp thread, which seems to have not one, not two, but three acoustic guitars. Yeah. Uh, and we also know that you have uh, a very lovely electric guitar as well. Yes. Um, what the fuck's going on there, lad? What's going on there? Uh, if you if if you want to know what's happened to the other two guitars, um, the Burns guitar is um in a case at the moment because it's it's a bit um it's a bit fragile. And I lent my friend Matt my other Fender acoustic, so we're down to just five guitars in the house at the moment. Just five. Good. Just the five. So so so, help me understand. Five guitars and. Yep. To you, it is. It has never been more than a hobby, right? You've never. Have you ever mucked about with a band? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a band in the ninety. Yeah. Don't ask. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Played, um, uh, played the rock. And would you, would you, would you, would you get, would you get together with other uh, like-minded individuals on occasion now and jam? No, but the um, I've I played my, my, my friend. Um, in fact, um, j- just to sort of pour a bit of light on what happened last night, me and Guy were having a chat about um, films because me and my friend Matt were talking about um, you know what's the worst film of all time. We talked about the room, etc. I thought I should really should bring Drinkling on this. He's a, he seems to be the man who, who's got a lot of time on his hands when it comes to this sort of thing. And um, so we were talking about that, and um, we had a little bit of a jam last night. Played a few Blur songs. Very pleasant. But I was in the band in, in the mid nineties. As was I, my friend. As was I. But less said about both of our I was bands. Say, wasn't everybody there. in a band in the mid nineties? <laughs> hey, 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 hey! <laughs> Were you? Were you? No, but I used to go trail. watch. I used to go watch the you know friends in the band in the mid nineties. So yeah. <laughs> there you there you go. You yeah the I, I, was I you, there you go. I, I, <laughs> I, my band did all of we did all of three gigs um, and two of them were on, on the college campus and one of them was say, uh, how many on the college campus oh the two two in in, a, in the JCR in, in Trinity and the other one was in the Barge pub uh, on the way out to Rat Mines in Dublin and it was a marvellous night uh, I can remember nothing about it because it was the only way I could get myself on stage was to be fucking balubas. Uh, so I, I sung, well, Ram, I sung Ramstein on Guitar Hero World Tour, if that counts. <laughs> what Ramstein track was? Was it, was it Do Hass, I think it was? Is that a song? Oh, nice. Is that yeah, a song? Yeah. We'll go with Do Hass. That, I mean, that sounds right. That sounds brilliant. My German was I have, I have spectacular. A <laughs> I, I I can just imagine you giving it socks. Actually, yeah, yes. I, I it, it, it's 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 quite an aggressive tune. If this is the one I'm thinking of, um, yeah. so yeah, I I, I, me, I would pay well. quite a lot of money to see that. Yeah, what was your, what was your I, role I, in I, the band? I have one. So that again, Carl. Sorry. Oh, I, I. What what was your what was your role in the band, Trevor? You were vocals, guitar. Uh, clearly not guitar, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i was pretending to be a singer okay. i was pretending to be a singer it was uh it, i was young and i needed the money <laughs> uh, one final question on this stage outfit please oh i i, I had very standard uh i had very standard outfit back in those days mid 90s remember mid 90s i could peg it right now i bet <laughs> You, you, well, you could, except I did. Te- uh, it, this is pre. This is pre me going a little bit uh, Seattle in my attire. Uh, that's, and that's where I was going. I was going Seattle too. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, when I did go Seattle, I went full Seattle. I did actually at one stage wear one plaid shirt with another one with the sleeves cut off over it. Yeah, I wasn't talking about. <laughs> I wasn't fucking about it. when I went for it. I went for it. I did. I did have spectacular hair back then as well. Can we just have a minute of silence for my hair? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so uh, I have I have one question to follow uh, to finish with, um, and this is uh, bound to get your imagination flowing. I, I've got a choice of three things here. 
I wanted to know either your favorite sweets or your favorite chocolate bar or your favorite dessert. So which one are we going to go with? I'll I'll take the 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 most insistent answer here. Which one are we going to talk about? We don't have time to talk about all three. I'd go dessert. Which one do we want to talk about? Favorite sweets. Okay. Yeah. Carl has called it. So it's fa- favorite dessert it is. So uh, I am going to go out on a, a limb here and say that for me, this goes back to childhood. My mom used to make a ridiculously good lemon meringue pie. And that is a wonder in and of itself. And there's something about lemon curd that just makes me very happy. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Mm, every, yeah. every, 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 everything lemon is great, but but lemon meringue pie, wow, that's a especially if you if the topping's done right. Yeah, uh, that's that's a that's a wonder for me. So I'm going to start the ball rolling there, and we are going to take it around the houses. Uh, Lisa Marie, what what about you? What are you, what are you going to go with? You know, it it kind of depends because like my favorite summer dessert is key lime pie. I just love a key lime pie during the summer. Um, yeah, but in the winter, it would probably be like something chocolatey um and that cake that i made a few weeks ago that i think i sent you the picture trev maybe my new favorite it was chocolate cake and i had like this peanut butter mousse in between the layers and then this chocolate ganache over the top and it was fantastic so that's my new yeah favorite. there was a lot going on in that cake there's a lot <laughs> going on and here's there's the thing some... a lot of times when i make the desserts they don't taste as good to me because you know i've made it you know everybody else is like oh this is the best thing ever and i'm just like eh. but that one i was i was like oh this is good this is this recipe's a keeper so yeah anything yeah. with peanut butter and chocolate I, I, i'm on board for <laughs> how can you how can you go wrong how can you go wrong? <laughs> although I, I do you know what i think maybe Maybe there's a little bit of a red herring here where maybe we're, we're aiming for something that's the fanciest. I don't know. We're, we're pitching a quite high here because in the middle of my conversation with you there, Lisa Marie, I had a flashback to being a kid and having stewed apples and custard. And I may never have been happier in my entire life than when I was eating that as a kid. So these <laughs> these these basic things are quite good. Uh, what about yourself, Guy? What What's a good dessert for you, man? Um... This is going to sound proper basic, bitch, and it is. Don't don't get that wrong. I love a Mr. Whippy ice cream because in the town over for me, which is like two minutes away, uh, there's an ice cream shop called Pasitos, and I, I I think this is our local dish because Teesside's got the Parmesan, or the Parma, but Red Car's got lemon top ice cream, which is just lemon meringue. I just love that, their ice cream with, with sprinkles and just sauce and shit like that. That's just like perfect. So basically, is it like a bowl, a bowl of ice cream, like like a bowl of ice cream or a cone or what is it? Depends. Depends how fat you feel. But you you can get either really. But yeah, I think it's it's mainly tubs. It's mainly tubs. You can get small, uh, okay. But Mister Whippy Uh, ice cream, it's just the best. Living at the seaside as well. It's like they're they're the memories. You see, Mr. Whippy, to me, uh, is that kind of ice cream cone ice cream, yes. which has got that softer texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you would put sprinkles on that as well, right? Oh, God, I. <laughs> Extra sugar on, sugar on sugar. Can't go wrong. <laughs> you see, I don't know. This, again, this is going to go over your head. But when I was a nipper um, back in the 1940s, they used to have this stuff that they were 
trying to sell in Ireland all the time that would go with, with ice cream and it would come in tubs and you'd squeeze it out the nozzle and it was all these different flavors. Mm. One of them was a chocolate and it would actually, because the ice cream was cold, it would harden on the ice cream surface. And I'll tell you what, lads, to an unrefined childish palate, that was glorious. I can't remember what it was called though. I can't remember what it was called. There's, Maybe someone- there's something similar over here. And yes, when you get that, and then, I mean, and there's some of the, you know, I mean, there's places, you know, the Dairy Queen or whatever, where you get that soft serve vanilla ice cream. And then, yeah, they dip it in the hard chocolate or the chocolate and it hardens. There you go. That is, there you go. That is perfection. Yeah, kind of hard to beat that, except we do have one choice left, and that's uh, Carl Kopak's favorite dessert. With. What is it's it, man? It is um, apricot crumble with very hot custard. Oh. Oh yes, do, this is sounding good. Like apricot, apricot crumble. I really like an apricot. I really do, and uh, it's got to be very or or very very hot apricot crumble with cold custard, so it hisses. Oh, and is this a thing on my own you there, like me? You're associating? It's no, 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 no. You're not. I, I think it's a school thing, to be honest. Always, it's this is not like your ma's recipe or something. No, 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 not at all. No, I think it might be a school thing. I'm like at my first primary school. Um. But I think that might have been a thing there. But uh, yeah, that that was a. I, I do like a crumble. I do like a uh, crumble, crumble, man. So, I yeah. Do, yeah, yeah. I, I also really, really like custard. Yeah. I mean, far so too. So, what's much. the difference between like a crumble and like a cobbler? I think they're the same, but okay. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 I didn't know. We just yeah. don't. We 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 don't have cobblers over here. They they make shoes. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> We, uh, I, 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 well, and I, if I'm speaking out of turn again, Jesus Christ, I'm going to be inundated with people tweeting me saying you're a fucking knob. Wait till I tell you why you're wrong now. Here's the next reason you're wrong. Uh, but I don't think uh, cobbler's just not, not a thing happen. I've ever heard over here. It does happen. A maybe lot, it Carl, may be yeah. a southern yeah, thing. You... It could be, it could be a southern thing, but yeah, because I mean, no, no, well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, southern American South southern thing. <laughs> So describe so if you well let's let's get let's let's settle I've this. I've got a picture by, by, uh, It is just a crumble. <laughs> yeah, it's just a crumble. <laughs> yeah, it's just a crumble. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, was going to say let, let's settle the, this by investigation. Yeah, I mean, I do a peach, I do a peach cobbler, and it is you just you know you do the flour and the sugar and the you know and you cook the peaches down and you just dump it all in together and you throw it in the oven and bake it and then you serve it with um. But what do you vanilla ice cream? Yeah, what do you? Vanilla ice cream. Okay, yeah, good. We or, we used to have vanilla homemade, ice cream with apple tart. Cream. Yeah, whipped cream too. So oh, yeah. Whipped cream. Do you guys not do custard over there? We don't really do custard. No. Uh, you're missing out. Well, I've had custard. And Cust- yes, custard is, is one of one of the one of the. <laughs> it is one of the the key food groups. I think you'll find. Uh, you should probably rectify. Custard, custard in winter is like <laughs> top notch stuff. <laughs> I, your, your country would be improved if it took this lesson from us. <laughs> I think we've solved the world's ills tonight. Yeah, Get some custard exactly, into yeah. the states. Everything's fucking round. Color. Everything's gonna be much invigorated. Custard. Oh my! Sentences you never thought you'd uh, say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm glad we did this show. It's taking some, it's, it's, have we raised your spirits, Trev? 
I immensely because uh, I, my calves are still shouting at me, but at least I've had a laugh and that's all that matters. <laughs> I've had my fun and that's all that matters. Uh, we should wrap it up. This was uh, 70 minutes uh, AIP courtesy of Lisa Marie Hannan, of Guy Drinkle, of Carl Kopek and myself, Trev Denny. And we will be back with you to do it all again next week. And I will be asking you for contributions. So please do answer this time. Is shower. Talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.